Welcome to the Child Whisper Podcast. I'm your host, Carol Tuttle, author of the best-selling parenting book, The Child Whisper. I'm with my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown. Welcome back to part two of our look at the tips for each type of child and moms for at-home learning experiences. We covered type one and two in our previous podcast. Please go listen to that. Some great stories. You're going to make some strong connections with the tips that were shared and the ahas and stories that were shared in that podcast. And I'm really looking forward now to talking about our type three and our type four children. I want to welcome back my co-host, Ann Tuttle-Brown, who is a mother of three children. She has a household of type two and type three energy. (laughs) It is everyone's dominant is either type two or type three. And then my oldest daughter, Jennifer, is a type one, and she is the mother of four boys between the ages of five to 13, and they are sequentially each type from oldest to youngest, four, three, two, one. This has been very handy for me, Jennifer. Oh, good. I've really appreciated that. In fact, I mentioned (laughs) they really don't even have a secondary type. They're pretty much their (laughs) type. Their nature is very strong in them. Which I think is great because I really appreciate seeing that in them. So let's look at type three first. This is our determined child. They have an active, reactive energy. Now, right away, you think reactive. That just in the world of parenting, nobody wants a reactive child. (laughs) What we mean by that is if you push them, they push back. There's a response from them. They react to, and that can be negative or positive. So you want to get positive reactions out of them is the goal here. They have a physical connection with the world and they, people tend to think, well, that somehow is about being more social. Some type three children have a need for being social, others less. That's something you'll have to determine in your own child, but they definitely need higher movement and they need challenges and they need a um, level of engagement that involves a physical experience, hands-on. They're hands-on learners they learn as they go. It's kind of like, okay, enough with all the details and all the lecturing and all the pre-info. Let me just start doing this. And that's a real important thing to remember with an at-home learning because if you're spending too much time talking about what they're learning rather than doing the learning, you'll lose them. Now you have both a type three child. She's back in the classroom and, and your type three son, Jennifer, is uh, 10 now. 11. 11. That's right. He's 11. And what are some tips for our parents about this new educational format we're in? Being active. And that's why I'm so great. Katie's glad Katie's back in the classroom is it's going to be keeping her busy throughout the day. She's such a busy body. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and school has actually been shortened by an hour. And so they got to either move at a faster pace or just in general that, you know, they're going to, um, that would probably it's, be favorable can, for her. Yeah, I think Less so. Less dilly-dallying. It's like, yeah. let's get on this. And this year she scored big time. She's got a type 3-1 teacher. And her classroom is just like an explosion of learning material. Like there's stuff on it. She's Very like, interactive. There. Yeah, there's just stuff on every wall. And she even, when we went and met her, she's like, we have a very busy classroom. I'm like, this is great. That's so awesome. I'm grateful for that. Um, but Jenny, you've seen the difference in Joseph of when he was more um, sedentary versus being active, which I think uh, yeah. you have to really – does he motivate himself in that or how have you seen the difference and what have you you've done to make sure he stays active 
Well, it's tricky when the um, when things shut down in his his outlets, like being on a sports team or um, being able to see his friends and get out of the house for different activities that we had. He um, likes and he, he likes competition. He likes to compete. Yeah, and he likes to win. He likes he's to be buddy. the best and thrive in that environment. Yeah, and he's a buddies kind of guy. Like he likes to be with his buddies and be with people. And so um, he kind of went through a, a part of a, a period of just being depressed and not getting out of bed. And I was just like, this is not okay um, for him. What does he need? And so he, uh, we started kind of creating our own, our own fun, our own outlets. And um, he's been able to work on basketball with a basketball coach and he did two different sessions of like a different type of kids camp where he just did he produced that he got to go out. Yeah. And just lead the kids and some activities outside. And um, what else have we done? What's his learning active? experience like when he's actually doing his schooling and how, what, what helps him really get it done, stay on track with that progress? What, what's it? look like for his being a type three um just kind of just get it done just have it just clear outline of this is what you need to do and and then he can check it off the list and move on to something he really wants to does do. he get it done with enough thoroughness that he's really learning or is he because that is a um, dilemma it's yeah. not doing it effectively just to get it done you know, and it's like, yeah. well, your goal here was to get it done when the goal is to learn in the process of getting it done. And so exactly. the, learning, the learning can be shortchanged at times with a type three child because of that get it done that. experience. I've definitely experienced that and certain things I've had to say, and we'll get to that later. <laughs> and then other things I've had to say, you need to do this again. And that you haven't completed this, I might quite right. Um, Does he now with him? And we've talked about the fact that you have the other types of children. The type four conversation is going to be real short with you. It's basically <laughs> you're doing great. <laughs> it's just what yeah. curriculums though are helping him? Like what have you found? I would assume he needs something a little different than what a, your his type four brother is yeah. really drawn to. Have, um, was it, did you have to try and try out different curriculums and what's available through online resources or means of um, setting up his process, kind of a trial and error to see what would support him? That, that I would say the last thing, a trial and error to see what would support him <laughs> because um, I think his type and, and other homeschool moms out there who do have a type three could, could weigh in on this and give some good insight. But my experience um, up until this last year has been him being in school. And so at school, he gets that social piece. He gets authority who he respects the teachers. He does things for them that he doesn't feel quite inclined to do for me. So it's been a, a, a transition year of trying to find out how can he how can he really thrive at home and have that same success right. at home that he was having in the school in at, at, in classroom because the classroom and the school environment was is really supportive to him and uh -huh. so 
so now it's the opportunity for us to say, okay, well, what, what, what does it mean we're going to be able to exactly um, copy what they do at school at home and do it at home, but our home environment needs to be supportive to him. Um, and it's also an opportunity for him to learn how to be supportive of our home environment. Jenny, what are um, some of the challenges you're dealing with when it comes to your determined type three child? Um, I would say that the biggest challenge with my type three is that he's in the driver's seat. But as the mom, I think, well, shouldn't I be in the driver's seat and you be in the passenger seat? But he's, nope, he's in the driver's seat and he kind of always has been. And so I feel like if that's the case, I want to teach him how to drive that car. Okay, so when it comes to his learning experiences, is he willing to get in and get those done? Is he hesitant? Is he not want to do it? Uh, where's he at with his schooling? I would say with his schooling, you have um, when it's at home and there's not a, a teacher keeping him accountable and there's not that positive peer pressure of everybody else is doing the assignment. So even though I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. When those factors have been taken out, he needs a motivation. Yeah. And okay. so it's finding that motivation that I can live with. It's not enough to get can. it accomplished for himself. He type right. threes tend to like that um, recognition. Look what I did. Look at my results. That's where a teacher plays that part to say, there good for go. you. You got your results, that acknowledgement. He doesn't seem to value yours at the level he would value a teacher's feedback, but that is a dynamic that's playing out for him is he wants to show his results to someone. He, I think too, the peer pressure of others, like yeah, this is what everybody's com- doing. There's yeah. No and there's option. a sense of now competing mm-hmm. without it being like scores or anything, but there is a sense of I'm in this group and I want to thrive. Mm-hmm. I want to be one of the best here. I want to do well. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't feel that with siblings. Um, so we, again, those are really good points that that's been removed. And so now what will motivate him to to want to excel in his learning process? And so again, the result you can, how do you draw on that? He needs to be acknowledged for his results and kind of show off his results. He wants to show them off. Yeah. And good, kind of brag about them. You know, yeah, and, and go totally. look at me, look what I did. You know, this yes. is really cool. And so, and he likes to buy stuff, he likes to earn money. So, how do you incorporate mm-hmm. those two factors to say, We want, you know, I want to hear about your results and I want you to go big with them. And I want, and you're going to be now, we're going to track this to help you earn the next thing you want. And I am going to use money to incentivize you. You know, I thought today, so I don't typically okay. <laughs> pay my kids for their jobs. That's just that's something I have tried and I'm not personally consistent with it. But as I've re- been reflecting oh, on. Put it on him. He'll track my, it. I've been reflecting on my, on him um, in particular and thinking, you know what, just this morning I had the thought, because what, what happens is I get so exhausted because he's old enough in my mind to get his work done, but if yeah, but no he's not. If you he's just not going to do it, remember he so, is of the nature to sit and just study is not motivating or drawing on his natural tendency. So he isn't enrolled to go. I want to do this because I enjoy doing it and I love the reward of learning. 
Yeah. I love the result of learning. It's like, no, There's that's not the, key, the motive. <laughs> okay, so you said I love the reward of learning. This your, is your oldest son, that. who's at type four, yeah. does like that. Okay. He loves the result of learning. Well, fine-tuning we his mind. The type three is going. Well, and he's looking at it long-term too, which we'll speak to. But yeah. Seth, as a type yeah. four, he's like, I want to get into college at this right. He's got this he's got like all the, trajectory the in his yeah. mind that that big picture scope to say there's a whole purpose in this that's reasonable type and logical. Three, type three's not going. Where the that type far, three yeah. is like, man, I got to sit down here and now like read What's in this it for, for how long? <laughs> well, you know what happens? They need. They'll turn to food. They'll turn to, to things that will bring them that immediate joy. Well, and it's physical. Because they feel that pressure. Yeah. And so they'll turn and then to, to things that to relieve that stress and that are really going to just hinder their ability. Well, and food is a physical stress. activity. Yeah. It's a pleasure activity involves your body. And so, again, and when he's those activities have been removed from his life food's going to be satiating that way because it's physical and there's a pleasure okay. sensation but there's a great pleasure sensation for a type three to win a basketball game so he's not yeah. getting that and yeah. so subconsciously he's going to replace that in unfavorable ways so if this were my child i would set up bigger it'd have to be a bigger challenge you know you've got a this particular learning block has to be accomplished and you're going to get $25. Okay. Make it a bigger challenge and he's got to track himself and he's got to motivate himself. And you, the part of the deal is I don't, you know, if I have to tell you to do this every day, you don't get credit. There's no, there's no pay for that. You know, you don't get to check yeah. that one off. You just, it's like being late for a job and like, no, yeah. I'm not going to pay you and you're not showing up. Yeah. But money's a motivator for, and it's not an unhealthy thing to put into play, in my opinion. I don't think we okay. materialize money Especially, that way. I think, when you put more accountability on the children than yeah. for, for buying certain things. Like maybe sure. now if he's having more money, he's taking, he's buying, he's, you know, buying these his are clothes or he's taking good, responsibility for well, other things. These are great skills to learn. Or a certain amount goes into savings, you know? So it's not yeah. just like, oh, they're just going to buy a bunch of toys now. Right. You can set up in a way where it, it kind of, Pleases yeah, both parties. Children move on to their adult lives and they have to show up and fulfill responsibilities and they get paid for them. Even right. if you're an entrepreneur, you got to follow through and you got to do things because your whole goal is to create a stream of income. So to me, mm -hmm. it's a great, for a type three especially, it's a great way to motivate them because those are applicable adult skills you're going to need. Do your job. Your job right now is to get an education in grade school. <laughs> yeah, that is right. your job. Right. And talk in those terms. This is yeah. your job right now. So we're going to set up a pay schedule for you. Yeah, because the reward right there, that really stood out to me when you said the reward for learning is learning for the. You would the like that. You're trying to see and you're trying to get that give instill that in him that um i want my child to love to learn well he, he will love to, to learn and he will yeah. love to um develop his skill sets because he's motivated by different things not by That's the learning in and of itself it's tangible when yeah. you actually put a reward to the learning and make it very literal yeah. <laughs> then it's very much within their grasp yeah. and it's a huge motivator so I it's kind of you know that. and and that's not necessarily just type three all lends itself to primarily type threes because your brother who's a type two 
was not a motivated learner in school. He got what he had to do done. It was not a priority. Here's the same now young man who's soon to be 36 is now he's read 40 books this year. Is he willing to learn? Yes. But now he has a very directed purpose for, you know, his is mostly driven by self-development and business. Yeah, because he, he wants th- to he, succeed at that. He thought most of the classes in high school were stupid, so he didn't, yeah, he didn't apply himself. He did. And he, he now, wants to be a successful entrepreneur, so yeah. he's highly motivated. I mean, I've seen this in my type three as well, definitely. we She came downstairs and she's like, Mom, I put my stuff away and cleaned my room. I'm like, oh, that's great. She's like, well, because I know I'm earning money this week. <laughs> like, right. And so like we – and it, it changes. We haven't found Don't. a routine with it. But like for in one week we said, okay, if you do all these jobs this week and we set out like – uh, four or five jobs, some were daily, one was weekly, whatever. We said you could earn $8 by the end of the week. Yeah. And that was like, ooh, and we didn't do it this week, you know, and I'll just kind of see how it develops. But I know that that definitely yeah. motivates her. You know, one thing I teach in the whole concept of money with children, don't put a moral code on money. Make it, it is a resource. It's a part of our mm-hmm. lives. It's all, it's, we need to learn to work with it without it having this moral aspect to it of, well, you're not going to appreciate the right things. We're putting the value on the wrong thing. It's like money's a good thing. We need it. Mm-hmm. You can't function in our society without money. Maybe I could put my type four in charge because he's super <laughs> It'd be in charge of the money system. Oh, yeah. There you go. Keep it consistent. Yeah, Mr. Can get him a go- get some much go- for me to get a Google Doc. That's that'll that's perfect because now you're enrolling. He's learning how to account for things and he has to have sheets and doc mm-hmm. budgets, you know, budgets and um, tracking. And, you know, money definitely, like I shared, works with Katie, but also, and we talked about this earlier for a type experience is like a, a clear work. reward, even on like a daily basis. Like yeah. she knows she can't get her iPad to play her little Barbie game until piano homework reading is done. Yeah. And so she will be, she, that will motivate her to get down through her checklist. I think so the other, not, and, my, and beyond money, we like to get out and experience our world. We like to be experiencing different things and those are very rewarding you know oh so maybe swap the money for yeah like, we can go on a horseback ride or yeah or, can... uh-huh right that would motivate yeah, her definitely yeah because she wants to have that new experience yeah and so what experiences can you bring into the mix as well so it doesn't That's just look idea. like a financial return jenny i loved that the example of they're in the driver's seat and i'm in the passenger and it's like no give me that wheel move over it's like this constant struggle i experienced mm-hmm. that as well where it's like no i'm the one in charge no i am no i am and so i think even kind of visualizing that well as that's a the parent, reaction yeah that's the active reaction of like okay you're in the driver's seat but i'm going to teach you how to drive i'm going to show you the maps i'm going to teach you how to read the maps and i'm going to help you get where you want to be and you might not be able to go everywhere you want to go right now yeah, that's true i think that in and of itself mm. just that awareness really takes away the the push or the you know just that pressure right in fact you can in the moment when you're trying when you're having that struggle and that kind of push pull with them go i'm trying to take i'm trying to push her out of the driver's seat or trying Mm -hmm. to i'm trying to take over i'm like all right deep breath and, and you even could, visualize it. They're in the driver's seat and you're next to them and they're listening to you. And they're, depending on their age, you know, the diff, type three, you said this is how it's been all the time. Like the little type three, late type three toddler 
is trying to reach the pedals. You're like, you don't even know what you're doing. Well, you're where every story you've ever heard of a small child taking the family car, <laughs> type three, you yeah. see those videos go viral. They're always type three oh, children. So there you go. <laughs> they want to drive. Sometimes well, actually, he, Joseph, in the middle of a argument we were having, got in the car and said he was going to leave. <laughs> oh, see, there you go. We don't want him. And oh, I think trending on key, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just trying to process this, you know, like as the parents, I think talking to them about choices, you know, and okay, you can go there, but this is what's going to happen. But let them decide, right? Because they're they're going to do it, right? They're going to go where they want to go. Well, and they'll be creating more like a successful environment for them. So that they can yeah, right. thrive and be safe energy. and be, you know, um, accountable for their choices right. and, and help them learn. Because I think they're, since they're so physical, they, they learn through experience, right? And through right. doing things on their own. And so mm -hmm. providing space for them to do that. Okay, you can do that and take make that choice and, 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 and then talk them through it afterwards. Well, what did you think about that? What, are you glad you made that decision? Mm -hmm. How was it putting off all your work today? Or how was it getting your work done? Wasn't that awesome? Good for you. Now you, you accomplished your goal. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's where that piece of recognition and praise can come in is, is coming back and talking together. Mm -hmm. um, would that be effective? You think? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's their teaching themselves then. I think you could even, you know, FaceTime other family members like, oh, grandma, I made my goal or look what I right, did. Right, right. They want to brag mm -hmm. about their results. When I potty trained yes. Katie, rather than going the route of like giving treats each time she mm -hmm. potty trained or went to the bathroom in the potty, mm -hmm. we would FaceTime someone and make up this big dance and song and march around the house. Right. And that was- Look what I did. What mm -hmm. she just, that, you know, really motivated her. And so- Encouraging them to, why don't you call and share this with somebody or mm -hmm. let's, you know, do a Marco Polo like mm -hmm. video chat. And so, but I think idea. you've got some, some great tips here for type three to really help them thrive more independently. Mm -hmm. I like that idea about, we just like to carry on about <laughs> how amazing we are. <laughs> <laughs> got more child whisper coming up right after this brief message. What's your mom uniform? Yoga pants? Jeans and a t-shirt? As a mom, you're busy and wardrobe isn't high on the priority list. But do you ever get tired of feeling blah about how you look? Carol Tuttle's Dressing Your Truth program helps you create a personal style that works for you, for your budget, for your family, and for your life. You can look more pulled together in less time. All you need is a little know-how and Carol can show you. Just sign up for a free account at dressingyourtruth.com. Our type four child is our more serious child. They have a, a big picture ability with a singular focused ability. They work well in structure. They actually create their own natural structure. In fact, that can be a little bit of a challenge because if they they will overwhelm themselves by thinking they're not structured enough and cause stress in interesting ways. And so this is the child that you would think would thrive at an at-home learning experience. And yet there are some unique challenges with them because their ability to take on responsibility and the fact that they have a more intellectual connection to the world, the process of learning when it's something they really 
feel a connection and an alignment with, they'll love to learn it. They are motivated by learning because they are fine-tuning their minds. In certain topics. Yeah, that refinement of the mind. Now, if it is something they really don't think has any value, they don't have an alignment with it, their nature is to be all or nothing. They may put that in the nothing category and say, that's stupid. I don't want anything to do that. You know, you can't, I don't know why I have to study this. And so that's a tricky thing as well because there and I are think some finding the right yeah definitely Jenny you have that experience there was a curriculum that you were really drawn to as a type one and it did not connect with your type four son is that yeah, correct your, your type four mm-hmm. son is thirteen he is a very uh-huh. motivated learner he is he is he's very um, good at thinking ahead and figuring out what how to use his time during the day and stuff like that and. Um, yeah, so the curriculum that we chose initially wasn't a good match, but he's actually come around and, and enjoys it quite a bit. It was just a transition period from what he's used to at normal, you know, public school versus mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. So as a parent, if it's something that you, you know, find is don't write it off completely just because their response is, oh, that's right, stupid. If you feel right. strongly about it, you keep moving forward. Was it just he needed more time with it or... Did yeah, you? I think all of us are in a transition period of some kind. Things are different for everybody right now. Whether you're doing homeschool for the first time or remote learning or you're in the classroom, everybody is experiencing some type of change. So as you introduce new things or experience this change, just let every give give time to yourself and to your kids to adjust. And just because they may not, it may not seem like a good match at first. Doesn't mean that it will work out in the end, but that's where you just have to be sensitive and discerning. Um, and if you feel strongly about it as the mom, I think it's okay to continue to encourage your kids to do something. But if you are getting enough pushback and you feel like, you know what, I can live without this and they'll be fine too. It's okay to let go of that as well. Hey, one, one, quality in their nature is they need to be their own authority. And so they might not be motivated for the fact they don't feel they're the authority over what they're being asked to study. The mm-hmm. parents taking the role of being the authority, telling them what to do, reminding them to do it. Um, and, and it's an interesting phenomenon when they, because they are so thorough in thinking things through, thinking ahead, um, putting things into place with knowing what they've got to do to get from point A to point B, they feel a little minimized and um, in a manner insulted if they're being micromanaged. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, cut me. Yeah, you know, I know I'm not dumb. You know, and they yeah. need to be trusted for that. So one of the tips is assume they are getting the work done and how you converse with them is different so that you do trust their, you respect their roles and authority when they've agreed to do something. Mm-hmm. They're very clear on that. You don't need to now micromanage it. Now you, you have a lot of trust in accessibility to see through. In fact, didn't you just, I don't know if you actually said this to him or it was just the thought, but I recall you sharing with me, you said, well, son, let me know if you need any help. I know you're going to do a great job this year. Yeah. How did you frame that with him? <laughs> well, he's the oldest, so he's been in school the longest and knows how to, you know, doesn't need to be trained on what it means to take a class and complete assignments and stuff like that. He's had that training. 
And so we set him up in a very independent learning environment where he had a couple classes online that he would check in with and that he would do. And then he had some self-led learning textbooks. And so everything that I purchased for him was intended for him to be able to do on his own. Yeah, though he was in charge. me sitting there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I, as kind of a joke, when I handed out the kids' schedules last year and I had the list for everybody and of you know to mark off as they go through their day um his just said um good luck son um uh love you or something or you know good luck son i know you can do it let me know if you never need anything and he just laughed and you know i said no really let me know if you ever need anything But I'm like, you've got this and he and he did and he did a good job. And, you know, he he still really appreciates uninterrupted time where we can just talk and he can tell me how things are going. Um, yeah, and that, that's the but, where you'll fall to. They are so capable. And when they've uh, made that level of commitment that they I've heard from many type for adults they felt a little neglected because the children that were more difficult were getting more attention attention, and they were just sort of a little bit overlooked. But so you want to make sure you don't uh, uh, neglect that them and they get that ability to um, engage with you to talk about what they're learning and share how they're doing and what they're enjoying and maybe what's the challenge. And so that they know you care and you're showing up for them and they have support. Yeah, so you're showing up for them in a genuinely interested way, like what and and asking about what they're doing and how it's going and what's on their mind versus, hey, did you do your work? Hey, did you get your assignments done? Mm -hmm. You know, I imagine a type four would be very excited to share with you what they've learned and, you know, the discoveries they've made and to have an intellectual conversation like that about what they don't even understand what they're talking about. (laughs) He he has subjects he knows that I don't even know. Mm -hmm. He'll tell me things and I'm like. I don't even know. Yeah, what and to about, set yourself but... up for success, maybe <laughs> even say yeah. like, "I fabulous. have, I want to sit down with you for fifteen minutes. Tell me, because sometimes type fours can get a little long winded and like all their excitement of what they want to share. Yeah. And if you don't have that time, you don't want to cut it off. So just set yourself up for like, let's spend a few minutes together sharing with what you have, or maybe every once in a while, you know, it's up to an hour. So uh, type fours, idea. they have the the least need for social connections, which can be a Yes. So the other side of that is they're not getting enough. Yeah. So that's what Jenny and I talked about a little bit. Like Seth has been connecting with some friends um, in video games, right? But not in person. And he was doing fine. But Jenny was saying, you can speak to this that just, okay, I need to seek out some interactions where you can actually physically be with people. Right. How to manage themselves Mm -hmm. in a conversation. You know, how to just be my, you know. Yeah. Why don't you speak to that, Jenny? The experience you've seen with Seth. Um, when it comes to the social piece, I feel like they, they, my son doesn't like surprises and he doesn't like big groups of people and stuff, but that doesn't mean that I'll just not let him ever have that experience. And so I do have to be, that's kind of the piece I, where I am more involved and I am encouraging him. We'll have some friends over for a game night or, you know, talking to him about um, ways that he can 
get outside and be with his friends. He's not, he's not a total hermit, but he could be <laughs> and probably be just fine. <laughs> and so that's a, that's a way where we can be more supportive and more involved in when helping he, them. He has a role a model bit. of a type four father that, um, in my opinion, has great social skills. Yes. Yeah. And he looks to his dad as a mentor in so many ways. So, well, in thinking about it, he really enjoys talking to people who are older than him and, <laughs> you know, and yeah, we, we have some great conversations. <laughs> I really have some wonderful conversations with him. And he's going to start tutoring this um, year. He's got two little students. He's going to help um, tutor. And then he also taught a Rubik's cube class um, <laughs> last week and this week where he had just two kids come and they learned how to solve a two by two and four classes. And He's, he's doing awesome. that. He's making the charts. He's making that he's making space for people, right? And connecting and sharing. And and I and in a way that suits really his important. personality. That's, that's right. great. Yeah, whereas his type three brother's like, I'm gonna have twenty kids over and we're just gonna have the backyard and And Jenny's you know. like, No, don't take out the <laughs> I was talking to her and she's like, This is the last one. <laughs> it's gone too far. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Je oh, Katie really wanted to do a, a camp after she heard Joseph was. And I was like, yeah, I don't want five two-year-olds here. Maybe in a couple of years. Think that one through because they're big thinkers, but follow through. I'm like, let's let's work on that because it's turned into mom's camp. So. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> he is we only do. 11. We can <laughs> overshoot our family uh, and go, yeah, I got this. Well, maybe not. I got a few bru bruises on my body for that <laughs> that kind of confidence that we carry. <laughs> yes. Why not? Let's do it. Well, it's been a great, these have gone a little longer, these podcasts, but they're very timely. And uh, we've seen the value of bringing in a uh, another mom into mm -hmm. the conversation. So great your to hear your examples, even Jenny. Your, your vulnerability and honesty, Jenny, you know, that you would think people oh, might think that you're the daughter of Carol Tuttle, you've got this all figured out. And you were very honest. She said, I need some help with my type three here. <laughs> That's okay. It's true. It's yeah. your, you're going to be challenged by the child that you have the least energetic expression of. So in your case, Jenny, you're a one, two, four, three. So you don't relate to his uh. three, his nature as easily as the other kids. Cause yes. he's just the, you don't, process the world like him at all yeah so he's and that's just... where i learned today just calling on family members on you you know getting mentors getting people into their life that can be supportive of them they need that there's yeah. that's very much needed it's, we all you know, love joseph's big ideas and yeah. his his determination and his go for it attitude you know yeah so. and I, I as a parent i need that support and to be honest, he does too. I'm sure it's hard on him to be in an environment where people aren't as, you know. Yeah, we saw during the just jump to it. The part of the lockdown, we were the most confined. Which two grandkids were on our Marco Polo channel the most? <laughs> our yeah. two type three grand, Katie and <laughs> Joseph. Joseph were on all the time. It's like, look at me. Somebody look at me. <laughs> it's not my mom. You yeah. know, it's yeah. funny. Your parenting practice this week is to take an ins just one. This is the thing. If you try and go with five or six or 10, you won't follow through. 
What is the one big aha you had today that you can modify in your parenting approach, especially in their learning experiences, to set these kids up for success? I have said a mother's greatest gift is her inspiration. As you seek God in your parenting, as you pray and ask for insights and answers, you will be given. And this information, the child whispering, is just a medium in which to receive more specific inspiration based on your child's nature. So I always seek that out. And that's been my asset, best asset all through my parenting is divine guidance and accept what is in our lives right now and make the very best of it. I know you're doing that and your children will always be grateful for that in your characteristics as a parent. Thanks for listening. For more support, go to thechildwhisper.com where you can purchase the book, subscribe to our weekly parenting practice email, and find a transcription and audio of the Child Whisper podcast. If you're listening on iTunes, thank you for leaving a review. If you have a parenting question, please send it to parenting at liveyourtruth.com.